0: Hi, I'm Dr. Chris Baglow, and you're listening to Catholic Foodie.
1: This is Jeff Young, the Catholic Foodie, at CatholicFoodie.com, and you're listening to episode 43. Goodness gracious, episode 43 of the Catholic Foodie, and we're going to be talking about healthy meals. And not just any kind of healthy meals, but healthy meals on the go. We lead such busy lives. I don't know about you, but I do. And I think it's sort of a, a, a trend that we have in our country and really across the world. So we're going to talk about how in the world do you eat healthily? How do you maintain your health while on the go? Uh, and, and avoiding fast food, too, by the way. So all that and more here at the Catholic Foodie, where food meets faith. Yes, uh, this, this uh, comment or this topic rather comes from Nick Padley, and we're going to hear from Nick again uh, shortly. Uh, but he had a question last week, uh, I believe, about healthy meals. How do you stay healthy on the go? So we're going to talk about that. And uh, also, we have some feedback today. We do have some feedback, not as much as uh, the last couple of weeks. And, you know, I, I thought about that, and, and Char and I talked about this uh, after last episode uh, last Sunday. And uh you know I've had so much feedback that I mean which I love by the way I absolutely love all the feedback it's great to hear from you uh but what I've learned is kind of like Father Roderick does and and many of the other uh podcasters out there uh I really need to limit the amount of feedback I give on each show so I should dedicate you know maybe 10 minutes at the most to feedback and then get on with the uh the meat and potatoes of the show um, the last couple of weeks, I've had like 20 minutes or so I've spent on, on feedback. So what I'll have to do is share some feedback each episode, but then save some uh, for another time, and maybe the, the the following episode I could share some and, and so on and so forth. But do not stop writing in to the Catholic Foodie or calling because we love to hear from you. Uh, matter of fact, uh, the way it works is the uh, voice feedback actually gets precedence. Uh, over the emails, because we love to hear your voice. I love to hear your voice. And uh, so, if you call in, leave a message at 985-635-4974 for The Catholic Foodie. That will be played on the show, as long as you keep it, like, uh, you know, decent and all. <laughs> Don't uh, crank call me or anything. But if you leave a, leave a message for The Catholic Foodie, we're going to play that on the show. So, think about that. And when you have a question, comment, uh, suggestion, anything like that, just go ahead and give me a call. And uh, I I would appreciate it, and I think we all would. So, uh, thank you very much. And what else are we going to be talking about today? Well, how about a new contest? That's right, a new contest I'll announce today. And uh, the winner of that contest will receive a uh, Catholic Foodie apron or t-shirt. So, And you'll be the coolest person around because you will be proclaiming to the world that you indeed are a Catholic foodie. So uh, we'll stay tuned for that a little bit later in the show. Uh, But right now I want to share with you what's going on in my part of the world. Uh, Lots of things happening lately. Uh, This past Monday, if you've been listening for a while, you know that this past Monday we had confirmation in my parish. We had 78 teenagers confirmed. Uh, The confirming prelate was Archbishop Gregory M. Amond, the new Archbishop of New Orleans, and uh, it was the first uh, first time we've had him here in the in the parish. He's only been uh, Archbishop for a few months now, and uh, very exciting. He 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 is so funny. He, he's very personable, uh, very down to earth, and uh, quick witted. Very quick witted. He he was making. Uh, <laughs> kind of joking comments left and right, and I mean, just everybody was in stitches. Now, this was at the dinner, as, as the confirmation uh, coordinator, I get to have dinner with the uh, archbishop before before the liturgy, along with the priests and uh, a few of the, the volunteers who helped me out with the confirmation program, um, and, and it's, well, it's wonderful. It's served in the rectory. We've got a, a few ladies, uh, three ladies in particular, who prepare that meal and uh, serve, uh, the meal to us, and it's just, it is such a delight every year. So we were all in stitches <laughs> uh, talking to the Archbishop before the liturgy. And I have to tell you, I've been doing this for a long time. I've been at St. Peter's uh, taking care of their confirmation program, I think, for the last five years. Uh, but I've I've done this in other parishes as well. I've been DRE in other parishes as well. And I have to say that this past Monday was the most... Um, holy and reverent uh confirmation liturgy I have ever attended it was really it was phenomenal i i i stood in awe at uh at the presence of the Holy spirit and at the spirit of reverence the 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 reverence was so uh obvious it was it was incredible um, now these kids uh, you know i've i've taken them to the church they they 've been to the uh, church different uh holy hours, hours of adoration, and (laughs) I know that they aren't normally or haven't been normally uh, as reverent as they were Monday night. And uh, matter of fact, I've had to correct, and some of the other volunteers had to correct uh, some of these uh, candidates when we went to these uh, hours of adoration. Uh, So, to see the behavior change so much, like generally over the whole group, uh, at that confirmation liturgy, I was just floored. It was pouring down rain. It was, oh, it was I could, I can't believe how much it was raining. The streets were flooded. I mean, it was just pouring. So it kind of, uh, uh, it was a challenge to be there at confirmation, not for myself—that's my job—but uh, for a lot of the families, uh, people who came to see friends and family who came to see their particular candidate uh, get confirmed. And everybody showed up. The church was packed. It was standing room only. And uh, along with the rain, I guess it was just the grace of the Holy Spirit pouring down from heaven, because these kids came in along with their sponsors. And uh, the 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 quiet, the uh, the reverence. Um, the, the Archbishop had a very kind of interactive homily. He had asked questions of the candidates and whatnot, but they were just so uh, respectful and so. Um, uh, participatory, they really kind of took part in in the homily uh and anyway, at the end, the very end of the liturgy, watching them they would they processed out, following the altar servers and before the clergy and uh, every single one of them stepped out of the pew and bowed as a sign of reverence to the altar to Jesus present, in the blessed sacrament, every one of them. And it was the candidates who took the lead. The sponsors followed suit. I was so impressed. And I had mentioned this on uh, the night before. We had confirmation practice. I mentioned to them that it's appropriate to uh, to, to to reverence the altar before they leave. Uh, but every year I say the same thing. And guess what? So many of the kids typically just forget to do that. They step out the pew and then they turn around and go out the back. But not this year. These kids. It's just a, a spirit of reverence. This, this, these kids, all, every one of them, reverenced the altar before they left. I was floored. I couldn't believe it. So, anyway, it was incredible. The uh, the reception we have, we have uh, Debbie Bress, who is a good friend of mine, coordinates the uh, reception after the liturgy every year. And it, it's always very, very nice. Very nice. We have huge balloons decorating the place. We've got this gorgeous cake every year that we get from this very uh, exquisite (laughs) uh, bakery, Zoe's Bakery. It's great. And uh, normally we have, you know, we serve other food there as well and uh, everybody has a good time. But I tell you that most years it is not the case that most, if not all, of the people in attendance at the Mass goes to the reception. Many of them, just leave after that. They may want to go out to dinner themselves with the family or whatever, or go home because it's getting late. I I, I don't know. Uh, but this year, I'm telling you, almost every single person in that church was in the reception hall. I, I was <laughs> – I couldn't believe it because – um we ran out of food, like in the first ten fifteen minutes, we just completely ran out ran out, and there were people everywhere as packed you could hardly walk in there so i was it, it, this was a unique year for confirmation for us i i just um i'm still in i'm still in awe i am still in awe of how wonderful Monday night was so anyway, enough about confirmation uh thank you you guys. I had asked you to pray. Uh, for the candidates and for uh, for me and all involved with uh, with the confirmation liturgy, and I really appreciate your prayers. Now, what else? Well, I've got something else that happened just yesterday that I want to share with you, and uh, I've got a little background music I want to play. So let me pull that up real quick. Okay. All
0: right. Okay. Anybody else want to come forward? Everybody, to Here we go.
1: I uh, certainly hope that you all know that song, <laughs> the uh, the Chicken Dance. Uh, yesterday it was uh, it was beautiful. I mean, it's unseasonably cold right now, and I say cold. It was like uh, it's about fifty five or so right now here in Covington, Louisiana. And yesterday it was about sixty during the day. Very sunny, beautiful day, not a cloud in the sky. And we had, at a local brewery, we had Oktoberfest. And so uh, the kids, all three of my kids are in a play that, that is going to open next weekend. And they had, uh, they had play practice. So they were out of the picture for about three hours. So Char and I had the opportunity to go to Oktoberfest. Uh, they have this uh, every year, I guess, for the last uh, three, four years or so. And uh, it, was, it was so much fun. We, <laughs> we had a ball. Uh, the brewery is called Heiner Brow. The Heiner Brow uh, Brewery. That's right. We have two breweries close by here in Covington. We've got Heiner Brow, and as you know, you've heard me talk before about Abita, the Abita Brewery, and uh, I love I love the Abita Brewery. And I really haven't had that much exposure exposure to Heiner Brow. Heiner Brow is actually in the uh, uh, very much the downtown area of Covington. It's a small brewery. Uh, but the, goodness gracious, they, they were serving an Oktoberfest beer that was just, it was good. It was really, really good. I, I can't, uh, I don't know if I could describe it really, but uh, I really enjoyed it. And, uh, you know, we got to take a little tour of the, uh, the brewery. And uh, they had some delicious food, of course. They had food there at uh, Oktoberfest. And let me read to you some of the things they had. I was very impressed with the the menu, with the food. Oops, I just cut off my music by changing screens here. I apologize. Uh, Where is it? Where is it? Okay, it's right here. Here's some of the foods that they had. They had... Uh, Wienerschnitzel, and I know I'm not going to pronounce these things correctly, but uh, Wienerschnitzel potato salad, was, it was delicious. I don't normally eat potato salad, but this stuff was good. Uh, bratwurst, knockwurst, sauerkraut, which was excellent, by the way. A bratburger, chicken tenders, fries, pretzels, black forest cake, and apple strudel. So with that good food, that yummy food, and that delicious beer, I mean, it was a great afternoon. Uh, sunny, Cool uh, music playing there, German music. Uh, it was it was just a lot of fun. So, uh, Oktoberfest at Heiner Brau. Matter of fact, if you want to see a few pictures of that, you can go to heinerbrau.com, H-E-I-N-E-R-B-R-A-U, heinerbrau.com, and they've got some info there uh, on that. Now, the owner and brewmaster is uh, Heinrich. That's where we get Heiner from. Uh, Orlick, and he's one of a select few German brewmasters in the United States. And uh, in 1972, at the age of 16, Heinrich began his brewing career in Germany. His education in brewing was thorough and laborious as it took a little more than seven years to obtain his final degree from the, I guess it's Damons Domens, Damons School of Brewers and Meisters. His focus is on quality. And he is committed to his craftsmanship. His dedication to the art of brewing is strictly according to the German Purity Law 1516, also known as some really long German word (laughs) I can't pronounce. Uh, That means no adjuncts, no artificial carbonation, and no additives are used to enhance the brewing process, just simple malted barley, hops, yeast, water, and the true experience of a German brewmaster makes Heiner Brau beers tasty and refreshing. And i tell you one of the things that, uh, by the way, that came right off the website under uh, kind of like the about page there for uh, Heiner Brau. And one of the things that I really enjoyed about the uh, the Oktoberfest was the carbonation. You know, it's a natural carbonation uh, process and uh, it was it was good. It was kind of like those tiny bubbles, you know. Uh, which I really like about uh, certain certain uh, carbonated mineral waters that you can get. There's a German uh, Gerolsteiner, Gerolsteiner or something like that, uh, which has these tiny bubbles as well. And it's my favorite. I love that stuff. Same thing with this Oktoberfest beer. It was it was it had the tiny bubbles and it kind of it kind of burned your tongue at first, you know. And I just love that. That's cool stuff. So uh, we had a ball at Oktoberfest. Well, I want to talk to you also about the movie, or a TV show rather, called Flash Forward. I'm sure you have heard about Flash Forward. It seems to be a pretty big thing, and a lot of podcasts are talking about this. Matter of fact, uh, Father Roderick has talked about it a few times. He had Nick Padley on the show, I think it was uh, Friday a week ago. Uh, Nick went on the show to talk about a new podcast that he and his brother and Steve Nelson are producing. Uh, And that podcast is called The Secrets of Flash Forward. Uh, Very cool, very cool show. Uh, Flash Forward itself uh, comes on as an ABC show. It comes on at uh, 7 o'clock Central, 8 o'clock Eastern uh, on, um, well, ABC. It's it's, uh, on Thursday nights. That's what I was trying to say. Thursday nights. And uh, Char and I are addicted to the show now. It's only have is we got four episodes. We have four episodes out now, and uh, they're available on Hulu.com and also over at ABC. Only thing about ABC is that you have to actually download their proprietary media player. Which uh, when I tried to download it, it asked uh, I had a, th- a thing pop up from my uh, Mac saying, "Do you want to allow ABC like unrestricted access to your computer?" and <laughs> Well, that was a hard decision to make. I said, uh, no, I'll just go to Hulu.com and watch it for free and not have to download anything. So kind of ridiculous that they that they do that, a proprietary player. Uh, don't know why they do it, but I will not be watching shows on ABC. Uh, anyway, great show, very intriguing. It's a mystery. Uh, it's also it's kind of an action-packed show as well and uh just intense very intense uh, so we love it and uh Nick and his brother Pat from InBetweenSundays.com, has they've started a new podcast along with Steve Nelson from on the u uh podcast and it's called the secrets of flash forward and you can learn more about that by going to secrets of flash forward Dot com. They've got a couple of episodes out, and there are spoilers. So, if you do want to go and listen to it, I recommend you listen to the, uh, the, the or watch the, uh, the episodes on TV or on Hulu uh, first. You don't want to have the story ruined for you. Well, as I've already mentioned, healthy meals is the topic for today. And speaking of healthy, are you taking your Catholic Vitamins?
0: Are you keeping up in the faith race? Or are you in need of some supplements to boost your stamina? You might just want to listen to the Catholic Vitamins podcast with Deacon Tom Fox and his wife, Dee. Catholic Vitamins? Yep. From A to Z, you're sure to find nutritional nuggets to boost you along the course. Interesting ideas, challenging guests, and some fun, too, like vitamin scrabble and great Catholic sweet treats. These have all been specially approved to help you win eternal health and happiness. Catholic Vitamins. Who knew?
1: You can visit Deke and D. Fox over at Catholicvitamins.com. Great podcast, by the way. And if you haven't heard it, if you haven't checked it out, I highly recommend it. And now for a bit of feedback. True love, love. you heard him? You could not
2: ask for a more noble cause than that. Sally, true love is the greatest thing in the world. Except for nice MLT, mutton lettuce and tomato sandwich, when the mutton is nice and lean and the tomato is ripe. They're so perky. I love that.
1: Well, we don't have any MLTs over here on The Catholic Foodie, but we do have some feedback. And the first thing I'd like to share with you is an email uh, that was sent to me at The Catholic Foodie, uh, but it was actually for Captain Jeff. And uh, you may remember a couple of episodes ago, Captain Jeff sent some feedback in to me asking for ideas, suggestions uh, with, um, concerning food allergies. You know, what, what can you do or how do you handle it when members of your family have food allergies? And uh, let's see, Nicole sent this email in and said, this is for Captain Jeff. She says, my son has an allergy to milk protein, soy, eggs... And uh, my father is allergic to wheat. Uh, Some ideas of what I make for both include lots of homemade soups and stews and chili. Tacos with guacamole, roasts in the crockpot. Grilling is always a standby here. Uh, Matthew loves to go out for uh, uh, gyros, meat, uh, souvlaki, and other Greek dishes. I found that the Greek establishments... Don't use as much butter, but instead olive oil. Uh, Great cookies include peanut butter. One cup of peanut butter, one cup of sugar, one egg. Mix and bake 13 minutes at 350. Take them out, let them sit on the cookie sheet until cool, and then move them. Uh, Martha Stewart uh, has a great double chocolate pecan cookie recipe available. Uh, Let me know if you don't have that one. Uh, We've also made puddings and custards using rice milk. Uh, Edie's fruit bars are a great thing, too. Uh, Good luck. I know the frustration. Well, Nicole, thank you so much for sending that in. Uh, I know I did forward that on to Captain Jeff, and I know he appreciates that. And uh, once again, we are looking forward at some point uh, in the not-too-distant future of having an episode dedicated to food allergies. We also had a call come in, some voice feedback, which is my favorite. Uh, you know that I say it over and over again. And this is from Tim in New Jersey, and it's, it's in reference to the episode that we had a few a few episodes back on coffee.
2: Hey Jeff, this is Tim from New Jersey, and I, I've just uh, I'm a new listener to the podcast, and I have to say I'm really enjoying it. I, I very much enjoyed the show on coffee and also uh, the Holy Meal show, I thought it was just, just great. Um, I wanted to call and share my favorite coffee, which is Pete's, P-E-E-T-S, out of Berkeley, California. I think it's a wonderful, wonderful coffee, and uh, if you get a chance to try it, um, I would highly recommend it. And I also had a question for you. Uh, At times, I find when I travel, especially through the South, I live on the East Coast, I have found that, in general, in the South and in the Midwest, the coffee blends are much different than we have uh, on the East or the West Coast. Um, I find them to be, uh, well, at times, very weak in in the way the coffee is brewed. And I just wondered if that was just... uh, what I, you know, luck of the draw of what I was hitting, or is that, um, is that just the way coffee's brewed in the South? Or, uh, well, obviously, you know about the South more than the Midwest, but um, it seemed like it was most of the coffees around there um, didn't have the potency or the, uh, the strength of taste um, that I was used to. Anyway, look forward to hearing any comments you might have about that, and thanks for the podcast. Take care.
1: Well, Tim, thank you so much for that call. Um, yeah, <laughs> and the kind words, but I'm thinking about your question, and uh, I have to laugh because I, I listening back to the episodes on coffee, I did go back and listen to them afterwards uh, because some other questions came up about coffee, and I, I tried to stress uh, that New Orleans is really, or South Louisiana, is very unique when it comes to coffee. It's really more like the European uh uh has more like the European taste for coffee very strong uh it's, it's' strong it's thick it's dark um and I think the comment I made in that episode is it's kind of like the Mississippi River, right the muddy waters uh it's thick um anyway, I think in the south in general I, I I don't know uh I can tell you what i what I've said before and that's when I go someplace when I go to uh a different state. Uh, we're traveling, whether it's Florida or Texas or, uh, you know, I went to school up in Ohio. I was in Steubenville uh, for a few years. Um, whenever I, wherever I go, typically, I bring my own coffee. The uh, only time I don't do that is when I'm flying. And when I flew to San Antonio, I did not bring my coffee. Uh, it just wasn't feasible taking that on the uh, on the plane. Uh, but I typically bring my own coffee because of, of the reason that you state it's, Coffee elsewhere just tastes too weak to me uh, tastes like water and uh, matter of fact, the hotel coffee that I had in San Antonio was uh, I had to endure it. I needed the caffeine because I'm an addict uh, and 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 the ritual also the ritual of drinking coffee is uh, is part of my life so I needed that as well, but it was not uh, what you would say uh, enjoyable it was not enjoyable. Um, matter of fact, you know how they in the uh, hotel rooms they give you like two packs or or um, oh, what do you call that it, it's it's a uh, um, the filter it, the coffee is in the filter already and it's just this one round kind of circular pad looking thing and you just stick it in there and uh, you don't have to worry about grinds because it's all enclosed and they give you a couple of those in the uh, in the hotel room every night uh, when they come and clean up. And uh, I was putting both of them in the coffee pot uh, when I brewed my coffee in the room uh, to make it stronger, try to make it stronger. So, I, I think you're right. I think it is um, weaker in a lot of places. I, don't, I, I hesitate to say that it's a southern thing uh, because here in the, the very, very south, right, in south Louisiana, it's not the case, not the case at all. Uh, but in other places, like in Ohio, where I was, which I think is where I was, was considered the Midwest. Uh, it, it was weak. In other places where I travel down here, it's weak too. So, uh, but you know what you need to do is come down to New Orleans and have some of our coffee. <laughs> it's really good. Oh, and another thing, it seems to me like these big coffee shops that are that are all over the country now, like Starbucks and um, other ones. I don't know, but Starbucks is like the most popular. Uh, that their coffee is brewed the same way all over. And uh, if you get their dark roast, then typically it is going to be a dark roast and it's going to be stronger than, uh, than most. But I went through a time in my life where I just drank espresso when I was not in at home because espresso, of course, is, is strong coffee. So anyway, I hope this helps uh, my comments. I hope they help. And uh, thank you so much again for calling in. I really appreciate that. Well, I posted on Facebook uh, and Twitter and Plurk and all those good places uh, the question about, you know, are you busy but manage to eat healthily? How do you do it? And uh, I did get a few responses. I'm going to go ahead and share those with you now before I make my comments. Uh, Karen Hinshaw said that uh, my crockpot and menu planning, uh, it's very simple, very simple to eat healthily, especially when you're busy. Uh, Kim, uh, Kim Wright Says batch prep and cooking and freezing, lots of marinating and grilling too, and lots of cooking on Sunday. I also ha- hide veggies, and things like milled flaxseed and sauces, breads and muffins. Maria Johnson says, uh, <laughs> oh, she's she's very funny. <laughs> Thank you, Maria, for this comment. She says carrot sticks or French fries, potatoes are a veggie, right? <laughs> yeah, but I don't know if French fries are very healthy. Uh, she also says, oh, she said something else. Yeah, I don't know if you've heard, she left uh, a comment, and right now, I think it was on In Between Sundays, she left a comment that the other day she actually ate a fly on accident. It had flown into her wine. And uh, she reminds me here on Facebook that uh, flies are protein. So, <laughs> and uh, she says it, it's uh what well, she says. She says, "Well, that protein kind of comes to you on the fly, <laughs> for convenience. That is so very funny. Very funny, lady Maria Johnson. Thank you, Maria. Uh, Shelly Kelly says Chick Fil A uh, in pieces with a uh, a fruit cup. So yeah, Chick Fil A is something I'm going to talk about a little bit later. And uh, let's see, Marnie Falcon says spinach spinach omelet, French bread and alioli. Alioli. I think that I'm saying that right." uh carolyn fee or caroline fee uh says greek pasta salad and fruit salad pesto shrimp salad veggie pita with hummus and raw red and yellow peppers are great uh chicken salad with walnuts and red grapes and pita stuffed tomato or avocado over mixed greens stuffed bell pepper heirloom tomatoes and mozzarella over basil leaves with herb vinaigrette Any soup in a thermos is good, too. And what's interesting, and she doesn't say this outright, but if you listen to what she said, a lot of these things are very convenient because they're wraps. You can wrap them in pita. You can wrap them in some sort of flatbread. Uh, Any kind of wraps are very easy to eat, and you can eat on the go. So, great ideas, Caroline. Thank you so much. And then Kim Wright also comments that uh, zucchini walnut muffins are also good with pumpkin carrot or sweet potato, muffins that is, uh, love all and make many of the suggestions above. Soup, soup, and more soup. And I actually made soup yesterday. I made a spicy tomato soup with jalapenos in there and uh, a little bit of cumin, uh, cayenne. Uh, It was good stuff. Onions and garlic, yum, yum, yum. So we have some leftovers. I had a little bit for lunch today, too. Okay, I think that's uh, pretty much all the feedback I'm going to share with you today. Uh, on Catholic Digest, once again, the Catholic Digest fan page on Facebook. If you go over there, you will find uh, a bunch of comments from last episode about holy meals. And today we're talking about healthy meals, but holy meals. They had a, a number of comments, and uh, i recommend you go over there. Some of the people who commented there are Christina uh, Napolis, uh, Joella Prokopovic, uh, Caroline Lingham, Jennifer Sharbach, uh, Flo Sharp, Karina Lim Tabalanza, and uh, Joella made a second comment there as well. Good stuff. Uh, they make some good comments about holy meals. Uh, Catholic Digest fan page on Facebook. And have you heard that Father Jim Tucker has a podcast, a new podcast, the Catholic Creativity Podcast? <phone rings>
3: Listening to the Catholic Creativity Podcast with Father Jim Tucker. Jim Tucker. Do you like watching TV shows? Of course you do. Do you like watching movies? Of course you do. Do you like reading novels? Of course you do. Do you like doing a jig on the roof of your car? Well, but if you answered yes to the first three questions, then you're invited to go deeper to the mysteries of God through movies and TV shows and just good stories. This is Father Jim Tucker, a priest of the Archdiocese of Newark in New Jersey. The only church fathers gave us this image. The Israelites, when escaping from slavery, melted Egyptian gold down to use in their own worship of the one true God. So we will also sort of melt down these elements of the popular culture to see how they can glorify God. We'll take some movies, some TV episodes, and parts of some good novels and have a deep, critical look at them to see whether God is speaking His word through them. We'll also have feedback, uh, a tell-us-the-good-news segment, the occasional homily, and much more. So join us, won't you? And if you want to tap dance on the roof of your car, well, that's up to you. Look for the Catholic Creativity Podcast on iTunes. Coming soon.
1: That's a great podcast, by the way. If you haven't listened to it yet, uh, Catholic Creativity Podcast. And uh, Father Jim is a cool dude, man. He is a cool priest. He actually co hosted one of the daily breakfasts the other day with Father Roderick. Man, you talk about awesome. And uh, you can find him over at CatholicCreativity.net. CatholicCreativity.net. I really like the stuff he has to say. He's got lots of good stuff there. And. I actually had the pleasure of talking to him the other day about confirmation. So, uh, Father Jim, uh, good work so far, and uh, keep up the good work.
0: I'd like the chef salad, please, with the oil and vinegar on the side and the apple pie a la mode. Chef and apple a la mode. But I'd like the pie heated, and I don't want the ice cream on top. I want it on the side, and I'd like strawberry instead of vanilla if you have it. If not, then no ice cream, just whipped cream, but only if it's real. If it's out of a can, then nothing. Not even the pie? No, just the pie, but then not
1: heated.
0: Uh Uh-huh. I'll have what she's having.
1: All right, healthy meals. Healthy meals on the go. That's what we're talking about today. And just to refresh your memory of where this topic came from, let's hear again from Nick Padley.
0: Hey, Jeff, this is Nick Padley from the In Between Sundays podcast, and I've been really enjoying listening to all of the different Catholic foodie episodes, especially the ones on coffee. Just finished them this morning. Uh, I actually have a question for you, or a suggestion for a future show. Uh, lately, I've been extremely busy, and so I have not had a chance to actually sit down and cook myself too many meals. Now, I don't know if you've covered this in the past, but something that would be kind of interesting to hear your perspective on is ways to get a good meal when you're in a hurry. So instead of, you know, maybe you don't have the time to cook at home, or you have some time to cook, but uh, it's not sufficient enough to make a meal, uh, what can people do to Basically, eat healthy and eat good food rather than, say, going off to a fast food restaurant. L- looking forward to hearing that show. We'll talk to you later, and God bless.
1: Uh, well, thank you so much, Nick. Once again, uh, very happy that you called in and left that uh, that message. Uh, I-, I do have a few thoughts, and once again, I'm not an expert. And matter of fact, my wife oftentimes tells me uh, that uh, I need to eat more healthily. Uh, so, so I almost uh, am kind of not the right Person to ask, but uh, I do have some ideas. I did uh, do a little bit of research as well, and uh, here here are a few things that uh, that I think are important. First of all, meal planning. You need to plan the meals, uh, and there's a few ways that you could do this. You can there are many. Meal planners out there. You can use some that are on online or uh, applications that you could put on your computer. Uh, Epicurious has an app kind of like this, or it's, it's of course it's on online. Uh, you can sign up there for an account and uh, do a little meal planning for yourself. Uh, there's another place called Meals Matter, and the URL there I think is MealsMatter.com. Let me just double check that very quick, like. Uh, let's see, uh, that's not it, that's not it, that's not it, goodness, where'd I put it? I'm missing it, where is it? I must have closed that out, here, let me do this. Mealsmatter.org Mealsmatter.org They also have a planning uh, application there on the site. You can sign up and go ahead and do a meal planning for the week. Uh, Mac Gourmet, which I've talked about before on the show. is a Mac application, but it has a fantastic meal planner as part of the application. Uh, Matter of fact, it works so well that you can plan out your meal. You can uh, drag and drop um, uh, recipes that you'd like to have, uh, that you have in your database there. You could drag and drop them into the meal planner and uh, just pressing one key, just one thing, just pressing on this one button, Uh, It will transfer all that to a shopping list for you so that on Saturday or Sunday, whenever you do your your grocery shopping, any other day of the week, you have a list right there. You can have it on your iPhone or iPod Touch and uh, just check them off as you get them. You can print it out and bring it with you. But you have a grocery list along with your meal planner right there. Very, very handy. I use Mac Gourmet. And I love it. It is uh, it's a great application, and the iPhone app is uh, is just perfect. It works so well uh, with the with the main app on my computer. I use it pretty much every day. It's great, and I think you, if you just Google Mac Gourmet, you'll end up uh, on the website. I have Mac Gourmet Deluxe, which has the meal planner and a few other things in there as well. Now speaking of iPhones and iPod, iPod Touches, I just found today uh, Jamie Oliver has a new 20-minute meals iPhone app. 20-minute meals iPhone app, and uh, I, I was reading up on this. I don't have it. I have not purchased it, purchased this. It is actually seven dollars and ninety nine cents, and I'm reluctant to, reluctant to purchase any iPhone app unless I've uh, heard from other people that it's really good or um, wait around a while to, to see what the reviews are like. And this was a, a pretty pretty recent uh, application. But here's some of the things that you can do, the, do with this. It says you can create a shopping list, which you can then edit and add to. You can browse uh, by recipe name or recipe type, and you can shake the app to get a random recipe. You can watch uh, Jamie demonstrate cooking skills and recipes in over 90 minutes of video clips. Uh, you'll hear helpful hints from Jamie while you cook and uh, to keep you on track. Matter of fact, this app comes with 50 recipes that can all be delivered to the table in 20 minutes, which is very handy. That's a, a great thing. And it comes from Jamie Oliver, who is a fantastic chef. And, uh, has some just, just great, uh, great dishes. Uh, there's a few things about this app that kind of make me, uh, hesitant to, to buy it. Not only the fact that it's $7.99, but also because, uh, it's a large, application. It's like 500 megabytes. One of the comments is that it's definitely worth it, but it's 500 megabytes to download this application. Not only does that take a lot of time to download, it also takes up a lot of room on your iPod Touch or your uh, your iPhone. So I don't, I don't know. I'm hesitant uh, uh, with that. Also, at the moment, uh, they may add this functionality later, but at the moment, you, can o- you only have 50 recipes. That's it. Fifty. And there's no way to add any more, uh, but there was a note I read on the, uh, the uh, I, believe, I believe it was in the iTunes store, the uh, application store, a uh, comment that they may be adding um, some sort of functionality where you can add recipes yourself or that Jamie Oliver would be updating and you would get more recipes as time goes on. So I'm going to wait on that one. It sounds great. If you're adventurous and you love Jamie Oliver, uh, you may want to check it out. And if you do, please let me know what you think uh, and whether or not I should go ahead and get the 20-minute meals. But you can go to jamieoliver.com, 20, like the numbers, 20-minute-meals, and you'll get the, uh, the website. There's a link there to the App Store that'll take you to uh, the 20-minute meals application. A couple other ideas that I have is to do big grocery shopping. Like you go to the grocery on the weekend and you buy everything you will need for the week. And you could do this, of course, because you have planned your meals out. You know what you're going to have every day. Uh, and once again, you do have lots of grocery list applications out there for iPhone and iPod Touch. And also ones that you could just print out and bring with you. Like once again, Epicurious, free. It's free. Epicurious.com, and you can create lists and print them out uh, and bring those with you to the grocery store. Uh, let's see, batch cooking. Batch cooking is also a very easy way to prepare meals for during the week when you're too busy to cook. Uh a matter of fact, when you're batch cooking and cooking lots of food at one time on a Saturday or a Sunday, it's a great, great time to listen to the Catholic foodie... <laughs> or many of the other SQPN shows that are there. I mean, you're in the kitchen, you're cooking, you're enjoying yourself. What better thing to do than to have your podcast playing in the background? So, think about that when you batch cook. You can listen to to some great SQPN shows, and the Catholic Foodie is included there. Uh, You know, it does take time to batch cook, and it does take preparation, but it really saves time. Time during the week, and you can do everything from beans. You know, like we have down here, red beans and rice, white beans. You can do soups and gumbo's, uh, salads. Uh, you can pre-chop all of your ingredients so that when you do put a salad together during the week, all you have to do is pull out the ingredients and throw it together in a Ziploc or in a in a, in a some sort of a, a Tupperware container, a plastic container, something that you can bring with you. You can bring a little dressing on the side, whether it's a store-bought dressing or Uh, make one yourself and put it in a little jar. I keep mine in used jelly jars. We recycle these glass jars, and I use them for salad dressings all the time. Uh, Let's see, so you do all your chopping ahead of time. Uh, Make sure you have containers. That's another big thing for uh, eating on the go. Uh, Containers, plastic containers, whatever you may like, just make sure you have enough on hand ...to just grab and take with you Uh, in the morning when you're heading out the door, if you're going to make a salad, take a salad with you on the go, to be able to throw everything together in just a couple of minutes and head out the door. Uh, Same thing for uh, uh, soups and gumbos and uh, chili. Chili's another great thing you could do. And all those, by the way, can be made in a crock pot, so it doesn't really take you a whole lot of time in the kitchen... To cook, you have all your veggies, you could chop them all up at one time, ahead of time, or chop them right then, throw it all in a crock pot with all the rest of the ingredients and water and whatever else you need, and just let it cook. Matter of fact, you could do that during the week and leave the crock pot on while you're gone on low, and uh, lots of people do that. It's a very good way of, uh, of making, of cooking delicious meals uh, with without spending a lot of time actually cooking. So those are uh, some ideas. Uh, also, if you're home and you just have a lot to do, like we do in the evenings with the kids and all their activities and everything else, crock pots are great, uh, but you can also do something that takes very little time to cook. Maybe a baked fish or broiled or pan-fried fish. All those you could do very quickly. Salads, including pasta salad, very quick. Uh, there's also... Prepared meals at the store—you can just go to the store and pick something up for home. Uh, but if you do, just watch out for the sodium. Typically, those store bought store bought meals are very high in sodium. Okay, another idea—you've got, uh, let's say, you make a salad, you've got soups, you got something you're taking with you on the go, you're taking it with you to the office, or you're going to be on the road because that's the nature of your job, whatever it may be. Why not keep a cooler? In your car. Just keep a cooler in the back seat or in the trunk. You can keep your food there. It stays nice and fresh, cool. You don't have to worry about it. Your salad dressings could be back there, whatever. You can have water back there. and Just keep your water cold. Uh, But you just take it with you. Very easy to do. It's not a lot of trouble to keep a cooler in the car. And it can make all the difference in the world when you uh, sit down to enjoy your meal on the go. Now, I have also met people in the past who are ultra busy... Uh, lawyers in particular, uh, this one lawyer that I know in particular, who could either have a personal chef, somebody who comes to your house and actually cooks for you and prepares meals for you ahead of time and does everything that I've just been saying to do, uh, but, but they do it instead of you. And all this stuff, by the way, you can freeze it for whenever you need it. If you batch cook, Take some of that stuff and freeze it. You don't have to worry about it. Just pull it out the evening before you want to cook it. But anyway, personal chef can do the same thing for you. Also, there are places that have a a meal service. Like you call them up, you place an order in the beginning of the week. And what they do is they come and deliver these frozen meals, you know, homemade, prepared, frozen meals To your house, and you just stick them in the freezer, take a few, and put them in the refrigerator. Let them thaw out. But you've got meals for a week that someone else not only made for you, but (laughs) but brought to your house. So that's another idea. But of course, those two ideas uh, really are uh, kind of expensive. So uh, it may be not for everybody. Another thing you could do is pack healthy snacks, fruits and nuts and veggies, and your fruits and veggies you can actually keep in your cooler in the trunk. Uh, but those are things you could eat in between meals that, you know, you get hungry, and it helps to keep, uh, keep you uh, with energy uh, They can energize you and also help you to, uh, to make it to your next meal, which you might be able to do at home uh, with your family which is the best time to eat, by the way. The best way to eat is around the kitchen table with your family. And so maybe just snacking on some healthy snacks can uh, can tide you over until dinner time. Uh, there are healthy foods that you can get out. Uh, there are health food stores, of course. Uh, you also have some restaurants that, that offer like lunch menus that are very quick. They try to get you in and out in a certain amount of time. Uh, they're 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 geared towards uh, uh, or their clientele tend to be business people, so they get you in, they get you out in about twenty thirty minutes, and uh, food is there is prepared. They just serve you uh, in and out, and it's not fast food. Although you get served quickly, this is food that's prepared there in a restaurant, not a fast food restaurant, but a real sit down restaurants. So that may be an option too. Only thing is you need to know where these places are. So you may want to Google, uh, you know, uh, uh, business lunches or something like that in your area and see if there's some restaurants close to you that uh, that provide this service. As far as like fast food, fast food, uh, you kind of want to choose the, the, the lesser of Of the many evils that are out there. Uh, Chick-fil-A is actually pretty good. They've got some salads. Now, that is still fast food, and it's kind of down there on the bottom rung. Uh, It's higher than McDonald's and all these other places, but uh, Chick-fil-A ranks higher for me, and uh, if if I'm in a pinch and I'm starving I need to get something quick, I wouldn't mind going to Chick-fil-A so much. Not to mention the fact that I just absolutely love french fries, Uh, but don't tell anybody that, okay? Uh, Subway. Subway is a new uh or another uh restaurant. It's fast food, but uh lots of people swear by it that they actually lost weight eating Subway. Um so that's an option as well. Smoothie King, you can just pick up a smoothie, and uh those can be very filling, especially if you accompany that with some of those healthy snacks that we mentioned. Uh, So Smoothie King is another option. And also there are grocery stores all over the place which not only sell fruits and nuts, but they typically have delis. And you can go stop in the deli and pick up a prepared meal. Uh, Once again, watching out for the sodium or picking up a sandwich for them. Uh, It's much better than going to a fast food establishment and and getting, well, oftentimes artificial food. So uh, grocery delis can also help. And Nick, I hope that some of my humble suggestions, as, uh, as someone who has a very hard time eating healthily himself, that some of my suggestions may be helpful for you. Wow, something smells good. Those uh, goodies in there. Granny, Granny Puckett, the Goody Lady. My goodness, she makes some good goodies. She's got a thing. It's like a, uh, it's like a uh, cookies, shortbread, chocolate, dicing between. Very. It's good. Uh, it's very good. Well, I hope that these comments were uh, were helpful to you, and I would love to hear from you, though. I would love to hear from you. How do you eat healthily when you're busy and on the go? Uh, This is not the end of this discussion. I would love to hear from you, and uh, I'd be very happy to share that with all the listeners of The Catholic Foodie, especially if you give me a call at 985-635-4974 and leave a message. I would love to share that with everybody else. Now I'd like to talk just a minute about something that's going on right now. Matter of fact, I'm recording this. It's it's 4:08 Central Time, 4:08 in the afternoon Central Time. So eight minutes ago, there's an event, an annual event that started at St. Paul's where I teach. It's called Jazz and Roll, and it's an annual fundraiser. And I'm going to see if I could pull up the uh, website for Jazz and Roll right now. Uh, and see what it has to say. Let's see, jazz and roll, St. Paul's. See what it has to say. Nineteenth annual Golden Year event, jazz and roll, at St. Paul's. Um, this is from the newspaper. What does this say? No, that was last year. Last year was the nineteenth. We're in. I guess it's the 20th year. Goodness, okay. Major fundraiser. It says we'll be held on campus October 20... No, that's not right. I'm lost. I'm just completely lost. This was on set in September. Blah, blah, blah. St. Paul School. New parents were given a snappy salute at a dinner in their honor at the Student Center on August 24th. Blah, blah, blah. Brother Ray... Bulliard, who is our principal, uh, had some words to say. Uh, Mr. Trevor Watkins, who's the assistant principal, has some things to say. Okay, major fundraiser, Jazz and Roll, will be held on the campus October 18th from 4 to 10. There will be entertainment, food for more than 50 restaurants, and a live and silent auction. So, uh, as a teacher, I get to go. It doesn't cost me anything. I don't have to pay for a ticket. Uh, So, Char and I go every year, and it's just a lot of fun. It's outside. Our campus at St. Paul's is beautiful. It's an open campus, and it's more like a college campus than a high school. We don't have a central school building. We've actually got several school buildings on campus, and they're spread out. So, we have kind of a, a decentralized campus, and there are pine trees all over. It's just a gorgeous campus. And so the uh, the Jazz and Roll, they have tents set up outside, and, and you just go from place to place, uh, you know, with all these different restaurants bringing uh, the salads and, and main dishes and uh, desserts and coffee and all of that. And, of course, they've got a couple of bars set up as well. It's a Catholic event, so you can do that. Uh, they've got cocktails, and, and it's just it's just so many things there, and there's tons of people, and it's just so much fun. You get to talk to... You know, friends and for me, coworkers and uh, parents of kids I teach, and it's just a lot of fun. So my mom actually has our kids tonight. Char just went and took, took them over there, and, uh, and, and we're going to get ready in just a few minutes to head out and go to Jasmineole. Now <laughs> every year we tend to get there late. I don't know why. I don't know why, but every year we get there late, and, and a lot of the food from the restaurants is gone. So uh, we're going early. We're going to be there in probably the next 30 minutes, <laughs> and we hope to get some good food and just have a really good time. So that's just one more thing that's happening here in my world. And the last thing I want to share with you as we close out episode 43 is a new Contest. We have a new contest here at the Catholic Foodie. If you remember, a few weeks back we did have a contest where we uh, gave away a T-shirt or apron, a Catholic Foodie T-shirt or apron, and we're going to do the same thing now. Uh, new contest, and uh, the winner will get to pick if they have a um, uh, if they want the T-shirt or the apron. It's up to them. Uh, but here's here's how you enter. This is this is what you got to do to enter uh, this. Episode on healthy food, healthy eating uh, on, on the go. Um, I want you to make a comment. Make a comment on this particular episode. You can go to CatholicFoodie.com and do that. Uh, or over at SQPN, the Catholic Foodie is on SQPN.com as well. If you go and make a comment there, uh, your name will go on the hat for a, uh, a, a Catholic Foodie apron or t-shirt, and I will draw that in probably a couple of weeks. Let's do two weeks this time. Uh, I will uh, uh, draw the name, and we'll have a, uh, a winner uh, two weeks from now. And let's see, what else? What else? What else? Uh, oh, if you call and leave voice feedback, I'm going to throw your name in the hat twice. How about that? Is that a deal? Uh, so pick up that phone and call 985-635-4974. I can't wait to hear from you. A couple of interesting things that are happening uh, right now online. Uh, One of them is the podcast awards. The podcast awards have started again. I think this is the 5th. Annual podcast awards, which you can go to over at podcastawards.com. And they're in the nomination phase right now. You get to nominate all of your favorite podcasts. And of course, SQPN has a slew of them, right? Just so many excellent podcasts out there that you can nominate for awards and got all different kinds of categories. They even have a food category. Can you believe that? I've been trying, to, I've been beating my head against the wall trying to think of what podcast, can I nominate, or can someone else nominate for the food category? I, I just keep trying to think of one. I, I, I don't know. If you have a suggestion, let me know. Or better yet, go over to podcastawards.com and nominate your favorite podcasts. Uh, actually, you only have the rest of this day to do so. The nomination period ends at 11.59 p.m. tonight. And I believe that's Eastern Time. I could be wrong, but I think it's Eastern Time. So podcastawards.com, go and nominate your favorite podcasts. Also, I would like to invite you once again to leave a review on iTunes. Uh, that does boost us up in the rankings over at iTunes. Very important. If you don't mind, just taking a, a couple of minutes out. If you like what you see and hear at the Catholic Foodie, both on the the website and also on the podcast, please do go over to iTunes and just spend you know a minute or two ranking the show or rating the the show, and also leaving a quick um, review of the Catholic Foodie. And I I, I thank you so much in, in advance for doing so. Also, you need to go over to CatholicFoodie.com and on the right-hand side of the page, on the sidebar, you've got links there for SQPN Connect, you've got links for other SQPN Podcasts. You've got links for uh, what else? Just, just so many things. There's a link down there for Sarah Bauer and her music. Uh, just links for all kind of good stuff. Uh, just go over there and check that out. Matter of fact, there's even a link for donations. You can make a donation to the work that we do here at the Catholic Foodie. It could be five dollars, two dollars, ten dollars, uh, or any amount. Uh, Any kind of donation would be appreciated. Of course, it helps us to do what we have to do here at the Catholic Foodie. And uh, we do have some expenses coming up this fall. We are approaching our one-year anniversary. One-year anniversary. I can hardly believe it. It's going to be around Thanksgiving time. And we're going to do some special stuff for the one-year anniversary. Uh, But also, one year is also the, um, uh, the renewal date for some of the things that we have to have here to uh, produce the podcast. So, uh, if you like what you see in here, The Catholic Foodie, please think about making a small donation just to help us to continue the work that we do here at The Catholic Foodie. Um, let's see, is there anything else? I thought there was something else I needed to share with you. Is that, is that it? Can that be it? Is that maybe it? Oh my goodness. Well, good. That's it then. (laughs) So I want to thank you for being here. I have enjoyed it. Uh, Once again, contest, call me, email me, let me know uh, what you think about healthy meals and how you do it. How do you eat healthily on the go? CatholicFoodie.com, CatholicFoodie uh, CatholicFoodie at gmail.com or 985-635-4974. And I cannot wait to see you again next week for a special Halloween episode of the Catholic Foodie. And until then, bon appetit.
0: like new